This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of The Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at talkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. Monty! Carrie Ann Sear of CMG Financial. So good to see you. So good to see you. Look, we're twinning and today, my friend. Are we? All right. Look at that. The talk of Music City Real Estate. <laughs> hey, we've so got good. an awesome guest with we us do, today. We do. You know, Michael Brobeck. Michael, is it Brobeck Teams? Tell us what you guys go by. It's Brobeck Homes. Brobeck Homes. I'm sorry. Brobeck Homes. Well, Carrie Ann, I asked Michael to join us uh, today because, you know, as you know, a year and a half ago or so, he was on the podcast yes. with us sharing the heartfelt uh, experience that he and his wife had gone through. And and, uh, and what was really amazing, well, part of what was really amazing about that story is, here's a young guy who attended our awards get together and was inspired about seeing the success happening on the stage and so forth. And he came up to me and said, Monty, I'm going to be up there on that stage. And, and about... I don't know, what was it, maybe a month or two in the business, you decided to quit your job? Quit my full-time job. Quit your job and cash in on your townhome that you had bought the year before. Seven months before. Seven months before. Because <laughs> you knew you could give yourself a runway. Now, look, first of all, I'm not advocating anybody do right. that, okay? We're not suggesting, hey, go sell your house. Uh, I am, su- though, suggesting that um, here's somebody who who's... Paid the he was committed okay some truly see, committed jason and i talk a lot of times about a lot of folks are interested in real estate right but they're not committed mm-hmm. to success now real estate is a is simply a, a vehicle you know we all trade time for dollars some of us trade time for dollars you know ten dollars an hour some of us trade time time for like you what is a million dollars an hour what do you make <laughs> too funny <laughs> i'm just kidding but but it's a decision you have to decide what am i worth and then you go and get in that vehicle and real estate um, yeah, as that vehicle that you can get compensated really well if you do a great job. And anyway, so In here we are now. In the long term, too, right? Yeah, Meaning well, yeah. A couple I mean, years ago, I mean, maybe it was fast money. And that's why we talk about the tortoise or the hare. I mean, if you're in it to mm-hmm. win it long term and you're positioning yourself in your mid-20s right now and what you're doing and being that inspiration and seeing people and wanting to be there um, and making those true commitments can allow you success in any market, which is awesome. And then you're not, it's not dependent upon the hot, fast market that a lot of Correct. people make a lot of money that really weren't ready to do that. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things I love about you, Michael, is you start developing habits that are going to be relevant regardless of market conditions. You know what I'm talking about. The market conditions aren't going aren't gonna to affect your production. It, it shouldn't be. I mean, it could temporarily, but obviously all of us, the market changed quick. If you didn't pivot, then you're probably still thinking, oh, this is a bad market or right. this isn't going to be kind to me when if you were being successful in the in the seller's market, you should be even more successful in the buyer's market. What I love about you and your wife um, and what I've seen over our time uh, becoming friends and talking business 
is you truly are running your business like a business, right? There's strategies, there's a beginning, middle, and end. There's, I want to do this goal, I've changed my goals, right? Um, and approaching real estate, that's really important to do, approaching mm-hmm. it in my business yeah. as well. You know, we might not be the so-called, or I might not just totally own my company, but I own my little piece of the pie, right? And you do as well, and you own, which we is own carving our, that. We own our reputation, for sure. You know, we own um, you know, what people think about us. We have to own that. So, Michael, um, let's let's uh, hear from you as far as you know, share with us up, you know, just get us up to date as far as, okay, wh- what was it? Was it 18 months ago that we sat down here before something like it was that? August of 21. So, okay. so it's been a while. Yeah. At that time, I had, sold, I had just sold my house. I might have had one or two contracts pending, yeah. but I was brand new. I was a baby. I came in here and tried to claim it, and uh, I rode that same energy to, to today. So, yeah, well, you're, because eighteen months in business doesn't make you anything more than a baby. Really, you're still new, but you're really embracing the things that require for a professional. That's what I, what I love. One of the things I love about you, and so um, in eighteen months, you went from not knowing what you're doing, and you you. I mean, I, seriously, um, when I when I saw the results that you were have have done this last year i was blown away i mean you're one of the top agents in our company now how do you do that i mean honestly i mean that's why i wanted you to come on here today to because there's a whole lot of newer agents out there uh, you know a lot of younger folks maybe older folks but they're newer to the business how do you do that how do you take ownership so so early not having a business background was it because you studied beforehand was it because you just um, you had the urgency because you have a growing family. I mean, what, what is it that, that really empowered you and, and inspired you? So for me, I, I was hungry. Um, and as you brought back, like in this industry, I didn't come from anything from this. I was in a manufacturing plant. It was going good. You think that that is successful to move up in that company. But when you get into real estate and you see it, you can't unsee it. So wow. like there's the failure option, like it's, it's not going to take me out of the business. So I never stopped focusing on my business. Mm-hmm. I never thought about alternative routes. When I, when I came on here, the same, one of the things I said that applies every day is I have an exit strategy to my exit strategies. So it's A, B, C. If you get me out on plan Z, then we'll talk, <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But I just don't give up. I didn't give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a hustle and, in him. Yeah. I see a, a huge work ethic. He would call me late sometimes, yeah. early sometimes, and ask questions that no other agents ask, right? And yeah. so there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. Let's speak on that. So that there's got to be a way, right? Mm-hmm. What is that? What are you talking about? It's got to be a way to benefit the client, mm-hmm. a way to bring a better product. How do we beat the interest rates? What can we do? Mm-hmm. What's the way? If you're not finding those answers out early on, then you're still wondering, what am I going to do in 23? Where right. I feel as if, not completely, but we've pivoted and found solutions to the problem, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. You know, and we putting the client at the very front, at the mm-hmm. very front. You, if you don't have a client, you're definitely not going to have a closing, right? And if we focus on that client today to get them to closing, then are they going to come back to you? That's what you got to think about. What are, mm-hmm. what are we doing to make sure that the client knows that we're we're exhausting all options. There's a quote I think I posted um, a little bit back, and it says, I think it says, you know, you're you're only as um, how's it go? Something about uh, you're only one risk away 
for making a huge difference in your business, right? Mm -hmm. Or in your Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And I remember you, a year or so ago, you took the leap and you reached out to a gentleman that a lot of people, and it could have been a gal, but this one was a gentleman, um, that some people wouldn't even take the risk. It was a multi-million dollar listing. You've never listed one before, remember that? And you went and you jumped out in the deep end and you took a risk and the worst thing that that guy could have said was blank right and you got the the invite to to present to him right right? and that was huge even for somebody like myself i was inspired by that because Mm -hmm. for you to take the leap to take the risk to jump out um that is what's making a difference in your business so that listing specifically i never got it i never sold it the guy kind of ghosted me i don't know if he even owned the property but when i was looking at it i had to come up with what am i going to say to get this guy's attention and it worked i got it i got the meeting and i used that same i wouldn't even call it a strip a script it was more just like my approach and I, I, I probably sold 20 listings with the same same approach. Well, I think part of it, though, Michael, and especially in that situation, was it's about confidence. Right. Okay, People have to believe the messenger before the message matters. And, and, you, and you spoke with a confidence, I'm sure, to get his attention. And you've done uh, similar uh, in, uh, scenarios since then, I'm sure, to get that. Because I'm a big believer. If I don't believe the messenger... I just hang up the phone or I just go on down the road. You know, it's too easy in today's world to, to avoid somebody if you want to. But if there's a conviction on the other end, now you got my attention. And I think that's one of the places that you start because you walked into this business with a conviction, with a commitment that failure is not an option. You got a family to, counting on you, right? Absolutely. Is that part of your inspiration? I've got a family. I've got a family that's growing and I've got a daughter that is six years old and she looks up to me and uh if i'm not taking care of my business outside of outside of home you're probably not taking care of it inside your home that's kind of my thought process Mm -hmm. so i love that you know i think back when i was your age in the industry i would never call on a million dollar client right and just because I felt like I wasn't worthy of that client yet, mm-hmm. or maybe I was just too scared that they would, you know, n- look at me or talk to me a different way, et cetera, et cetera. And looking back, how many r- risks I did not take, you know, and where would I be today if I just jumped in the deep end? You know, I think over 40 now, we don't care. We jump in every deep end and that's fine. But to be inspired by you, Michael, to do more now younger in your career um, matures you so much further in this career and leaps you to to um, major places which is exciting to to see um, because one step gets you feeling more confident right and every step you take you get even more mm-hmm. uh, confident yeah um, I mean at, in, in this industry if you know the the work that needs to be done you know the business you know in, inspection and you you learn the business mm-hmm. after that it's what do you do with your clients mm-hmm. that matters right so through the beginning i mean when we can we'll start talking about kind of what changes i made throughout taking these risks yeah it wasn't just the selling the house and getting the business there was multiple risks taken since growing the business that have then changed the direction and and taught us what what not necessarily what works but what works for us and what what we know is is buildable what we know that people are happy with yeah you want to share a few yeah so a big change was Ricky Carruth. We talked about this, I believe, at the podcast. I think it was like a week after Ricky Carruth. Mm-hmm. And that same week, I had like five new listings. And it's that approach. And I actually learned something last week to go with this. And it, a lot of new agents or, or experienced agents, they're calling with a script. 
they're they're anticipating what the person's going to say while the person's talking they're thinking about what they're going to say if you would just not think about what you're going to say while they're talking and just listen mm-hmm. it's okay to have a silence it's okay to respond and not react we we learn these things young and then you get into real estate and you think that you have to sell the person over the phone you're you're not selling them anything you're giving them information listening because I question why am I getting all the for sale by owner listings and so many people say they're not. And then I, I learned that last week at a life group, like, hey, respond to, don't think about what you're going to respond to. And I'm actually listening to the first question. The you're, second you're listening question, to the third question. rather than listening to respond. If I can listen to you the whole time, but the other, somebody else is only listening to the first question. Oh, I know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. You've met, you've tuned them out. You've missed question number two and three. Mm-hmm. And I answered all of them because mm-hmm. I waited. I was patient because mm-hmm. that's, I just take this, I'm, I'm going to serve my client. It wasn't always like that mm-hmm. because before Ricky Carruth, I didn't have anybody saying, you got to build the relationship mm-hmm. over the transaction. Not that I didn't hear that, but I didn't, I didn't know what's going to work. didn't click at the time. Right, yeah, yeah, right. for sure. So I ask you a question. I'm, I'm the for sale by owner, right? And then there's a pause. Do you just prep me or like um, ignite something for me to say, ask another question? Or no, if not, I just pause and then that's the end. I'm just going to have a conversation with you and find out what your goal is. I think that's the difference. I think that's what Ricky does. What's your mm-hmm. goal? Yeah. What's your goal? What's You're yeah. going to ask me yeah, questions. a real conversation. What are we, I mean, it's okay for me to <clears throat> be on the phone with you and let's drag the conversation so we can, we can go back and forth and talk about the solution together. You know, because most, most people that you're talking to, when you start talking, oh, we can do a two-to-one buy-down and we can do that, you're losing them. So let's have a conversation, look at what they're trying to do. If we don't have a solution today, we'll find one. Mm-hmm. And if we don't find it, we're going to let the client know. We're going to follow up with them. We're going to serve them. If they're, if they're coming here and they can't buy, we're going to make sure they still come here mm-hmm. and have a, have a home. Where I feel like people aren't doing that. So many, I've, I've gotten so many, like whether it's a rental, somebody wants a rental, there's no way that I'm the first person they've talked to. So you, let's start helping these people. That, that's, what, that's what's been triggered in mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah. Well, last week I was talking to April. You know April. Yeah, she has sat in your presence while you're on the phone. And you've sat in hers while she's on the phone. I was shocked because you're an energetic guy, okay? I mean, when you and I talk, it's like bam, bam, bam. We're like, it's like we're playing a, a heated uh, tennis match or something. It's just back and forth really fast. Because you're, I think you're learning that importance of speaking to somebody in the tone and tonality that, that they can run with or not. and then, Personalities. You know, mm-hmm. it's yep. about, yeah, it's about the disc, a lot of it. But anyway, the point is, April said that Michael told me I need to tone it down. And she goes, when I listened to him on the phone, he was so conversational and so calm and easygoing and I just wouldn't have seen that in you, but you're ag- absolutely doing the right thing. You're mirroring who is on the other side so that you develop trust because people do business with the people they know, like, and trust. Now, and you absolutely got to know who you're talking to, and yeah. you, should, you should be able to find that out fairly quick. And you, you do have to cater to that personality. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you need to go into it being yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, that self changes as you grow. You can't fake it. You, the fake it till you make it mm-hmm. is true, but... You have to make it there, and that comes through self-growth. So once you learn like, to tone it out, it, it's not that you're wrong. 
It's that this person on the other end it might not be getting with them. There's somebody somebody that you got to be excited to jump yeah, around with. Right, and right. me and you, if we talk, I'm going to interrupt you ten times. I'm going to say sorry. I'm working on it. But when I'm talking to my clients, I'm, I'm before I call them, I tell myself, hey, stop thinking about what they're going to say. What you're going to say. Try to listen so we can identify if there's a problem or not. And then when you're conversational, you become friends. It's okay to make new friends. You may not go to all their kids' baseball games, but I've, I got invited to a new church, and I, I sat right in between my clients. I wasn't worried about my business. I, I was following you know, what I believe, and mm-hmm. I knew that it's because I'm building a relationship with these people, and I'm enjoying doing it. I'm, I mean, I'm out here having a lot of fun. That's so, cool. That's great. That is so cool, bro. You know, I'm leading so proud of you. with relationships so versus transactions. We're leading, leading with intentions. Because yeah. I'm me and Emily, I mean, we, we're not very social. We don't have a, a bunch of friends. We don't go out on the weekends. So we started to see that we're, we're not being intentional enough about maybe making new friends or being closer to our clients. Mm-hmm. So when they're here, they're, they're coming to us. We, we have a lot of relocations, right? So if you're brand new here, I want you to say, Michael, what's the best place to get wings? Because mm-hmm. I've been here my whole life. I know. You know, and I want to be that person. Chicken wings, chicken wings, chicken wings, (laughs) like wings. What are you talking about? That's good. I want to know the connector, how I can, how I can be their go to top, top of the mind, top of mind. For Bottom, sure. Top of mind. So we have a lot of agents that um, listen to this and newer ones as well, trying to get new ideas. So share maybe your three top strategies or ideas for creating, you know, um, initial success. What would you recommend? Yeah, let's say you you, were met, you met a brand new agent who you really wanted just to go ahead and help because I know you're coming from a place of contribution, not a survival. What would you tell that person about top three things that they should consider? So the, the three pillars that I would tell a new agent to build off of, because like we said, if you don't have a client, then you don't have a closing. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the top three activities an agent could do would be door knocking and meeting people. Let's, let's meet the people around us. hopefully bring something of value even if it's a card with some information on it but have genuine conversations get some contact information write down if you don't get contact information write down their address send them a letter in the mail tell them that you appreciate the three minutes that they talk to you Mm -hmm. thank you for the time we shared think about how many other doors didn't get open thank them for opening the door Mm -hmm. you know open houses there's open houses all weekend every weekend no, I'm not going to say most, but there's a lot of agents that, that don't want to participate in their own open houses. You can get one Saturday and Sunday, but at least once a week, you should be doing an open house. Mm-hmm. People are coming in. You get a chance to meet them, provide them value. And when you're doing an open house at somebody else's listing, it's easy to say, let's write, let's get this. You like it. Let's get, let's get with a lender. Let's make sure you're, you're going through the right steps. And if that house doesn't work out, have other options for them mm-hmm. you know say hey i you know i printed these other properties off that are similar take a look at them you never know maybe you're showing houses come five o'clock at, at night maybe you're at a listing appointment mm-hmm. at five o'clock at night but if you don't do the open house then you're not going to be anywhere gonna- well i think too the open houses are a great way to practice your 
conversations, right? Just to feel more confident, confident within talking to people. You yeah. know, we're in sales. It should be easy for us to talk to people, right? Yeah. There's so many people in that personality that don't. And reach out to other agents that are doing more business and say, hey, can I come shadow an open house? Can I come do an open house with mm-hmm. you? you know? Yeah, because I do think there's a rhyme or reason to doing a proper open house, right? And or a more successful open house. Um, and how do you and I learn unless we, uh, like Monty's share, success leaves clues, so follow someone else's lead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do they open the door? For me, in my business, that's how I, I watched. I watched somebody who was um, older and more mature in the industry, and I learned all her best strategies, right? And just why change it when it's working so well, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that's, that's a huge one. I love that. And and I, think, I think that's an, an important element right now as the market is changing is we have to get back to those basics, face-to-face yeah. basics, mm-hmm. you know, of a really just stopping listening to the conversation, having a real, being genuine for, with people, uh, making sure we're following up all the time, always bringing value. I try to tell the agents all the time is, look, your number one job today is not necessarily to sell a home or list a home. Your number one job is to add to the d- list of people who know, like, and trust you, to be top of mind, and then continually to build your um, your list of vendors that you trust and you feel like you can confidently put your name of stamp of approval on that, and you will eventually start becoming that person's go-to person for everything then, and then this law of reciprocity kicks in and says, hey, Michael's been so consistently good with us, taking care of all the things we've ever needed, I know Billy Bob next door is thinking about selling his home. I'm going to connect those two. They, they have to. It's that law of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Do, do, you, do you have any businesses that you would call yourself a fan of? Like, whether it be a restaurant or mm-hmm. a place to go have fun, like you're mm-hmm. a fan of that business or that mm-hmm. player. That mm-hmm. player, you know, you're a fan. Um, and that's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you support people that you're fans of, mm-hmm. you know, and you want to, in this business, if you're making friends and making fans and people who want to see you do good and do more because they know what you did for them, then they're going to build your business. They're going to help you build your business. Yeah, launch your business. Yeah, Store you your cannot business. think about today. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to work. Tomorrow, you know, that that's when we'll get a little bit of, what was that word with the R? <laughs> law of reciprocity reciprocity you're gonna get that reciprocity <laughs> reciprocity whatever Monty's saying yeah there you go <laughs> reciprocity yeah i mean they say you know you're gonna give back you mm-hmm. stay the course stay consistent give 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 right just constantly give and eventually the needle shifts and you're not chasing after any business it just naturally Mm -hmm. organically is coming to you um and then and that's a huge win that's going to make it my number three i've been i've been kind of i'm not sure i've got two so if i could share the two um, cold calling is is very important if you're not willing to get on the phone and have a conversation with somebody and tell them what you do then I don't know. I, I'm really strong believer that you need to be making some cold calls because the goal is for everybody to know who you are, what you do, and that you're the best at what you do. And if they don't even know your name, then they don't know you. So, mm-hmm. so is that is that a, similar to uh, following Ricky Cruz's program? Is that what you're recommending, or what do you what kind of recommend? What, yeah. What kind so of let me. So with me, I I'm open ears to everything, and I build my own puzzle. So I may take a piece from this and a piece mm-hmm. of yeah, this great and a idea. piece of this. And it comes down to what do I believe is right and wrong? What I mean, a lot of the stuff works. It's just do I? What do I? How do I want to? How do I want to grow? Because what I'm consuming and believing that's me growing. Mm-hmm. So 
I think being careful on what, not what you consume, but what you believe. So taking all the, there's a lot of free coaching. So I mean, cold calls is is a top three, four, but also education so important. I look back at, and you had asked me a question about was you know what did I know before real estate? Like what is it that's made me successful? And before real estate, I did learn about some investing and off market stuff. But I, I went back and I, I'm I still watch the guy's channel. His name's Max Maxwell. He doesn't have this massive following. And I, I kind of was shocked because this is three or four years later after discovering him, and he's still mm-hmm. getting four and 5,000 views mm-hmm. because, I mean, he's super genuine. So I've learned a lot, and I can, I can take from that maybe just educating yourself, You're taking the time to look at podcasts or, or people yeah, on YouTube sure. that don't have the millions of views that they're pushing. Mm-hmm. There's some really successful people out there. Like you, we call it YouTube University. Mm-hmm. So if I was talking to you, Jen, I would, I would definitely have to recommend some different channels and consume as much of this as you can. Yeah, I watch um, Tom Ferry mm-hmm. a lot. He's mm-hmm. got, I mean, there's so much material just on his Facebook page, yeah. and I can grab tons and tons and tons of information. Even for me, I take it, flip it for my personality, yeah. and run with it. And so I think you're onto something that this is the time right now, if the market is a little bit lower, uh, to learn, learn, learn. Practice, 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 fail, 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 right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the time to fail forward, do all the things, because you probably are grateful for some of the failures that you've had over the last couple of years. Absolutely. I mean, without, I, I want to read you a quote so bad. Um, I got to find it, though. Okay, but, you're good. <laughs> uh, I used to, it was a present I had gotten for Christmas, but it, it said something along the lines like, there is no success without failure. Right. You know, um, it's called the man in the arena. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but it's a quote I got for Christmas. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're not educating yourself every day, you're not going to be. You're not going to have the edge, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if Monty reads a book tomorrow and writes a, a one-page summary on it mm-hmm. with everything that he truly believes is key, if I trust Monty, then I can just read that one page and I can mm-hmm. read another book. Mm-hmm. We have to leverage and have the edge. So, if, if I'm educating myself, you're educating yourself. Mm-hmm. You're coming out with new better ways to w- help our clients win mm-hmm. then we have all the knowledge you know so i mean it, it it's very important to to stay so, on that talking like i ask you i call you all the time mm-hmm. and say what do you think about this because i trust your opinion because you've been here so i leverage your mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. to grow my business i wish everybody did that i really do I, I not, think every, it, not everybody taps into the old guy's wisdom, you know. They, they all call um, you, man. Yeah, not everybody does. Yeah. So, Michael, I'm I'm curious. What would you recommend that person who you're talking with, as far as these are the things I would do? What What have you learned over the last uh, couple of years that you know probably maybe not a good idea after the fact, or if if there was anything? I mean, I think it's it is a good t- deal to fail forward. Uh, absolutely, I, I think that. The more we can fail forward, the quicker we are close. The closer we are to true success, I think. Mm-hmm. But are there things that that you watch other new agents fall into, other than the fact that somebody gets their license and they think that the world's going to start calling them now because they got their license and silliness like that? But what would you say that you know when a, when a when a new agent is tempted to what? I mean, what would you? How would you finish that? I think I think people take too much time talking about it. We can sit here. We're not reinventing the wheel. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. could talk about direct mail or cold calls or whatever marketing. They all work. Mm-hmm. But if you're not taking action, then it, it execute. If you're not, yeah, execution is so key. And um, mm-hmm. I think Alyssa, Alyssa Thompson, her her thing she said is, uh, there's a difference between 
being productive and being busy. Mm-hmm. We can all stay busy and say we're busy, mm-hmm. but if we're, bu- if we're doing, do, stay doing productive activities. Mm-hmm. Keep your schedule busy and wake up and go to work. Don't wake up and talk about work. Right, and then wing it, right? I mean, have, have strategic, intentional mornings, middays, and, and afternoons. All four of those top three, top four ideas that I, I shared are all free. You can yeah. make cold calls, you can do open houses, you can door knock. And you can educate yourself. Right. Here's a quote um, from Les Brown. This is the one that I really like. Mm-hmm. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than have an opportunity and not be prepared. And so that's so true because this is the time to learn. I'm surprised so many people don't come to even the finance classes and learn all the things, right? What they do is they wait till they have the the buyer <laughs> and then they try to figure it out right, right type of thing so this is the time to to learn 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 um and and take the risks and do do all also with what you just said if you don't know the answer then when you have that initial conversation with that prospective buyer mm-hmm. they're gonna see through it mm-hmm. because they know you don't know what you're talking about especially if you're not gonna be honest you know so i think just covering those things up front of course, you're not going to know everything, but if you can be prepared for those conversations, because we all know with real estate, me and Emily have looked at each other many times and said, we don't have anything going on. Mm-hmm. And then a month later, there's 15 people on our board. You know, mm-hmm. it's just when it comes, you got to be ready for it. Yeah, I think that's the hard part sometimes. I know it, it was over the years with me <clears throat> until I learned that when there is that gap, do the things that you normally mm-hmm. can't do and trust and continue the things in motion don't get me wrong you don't take your hand off the ball i off the you know goal but do be at peace and do the things you can't normally do and and continue the the sowing of the seed and so forth and doing those exercises making that commitment you know the other day i i made the decision recently i made the decision to get a to get a broker's license in another state and i'm looking at my and i so i paid the price to get to the point of now i'm qualified to take the test but i knew what a crappy job i did and so i told Kanye you know, um, a week ago i said I, I don't know how i'm going to squeeze in the time right now in my schedule to become proficient with this so that i feel confident that i'm not just totally wasting my time of becoming mm-hmm. licensed in another state and um and so i just looked at my schedule and said okay well there's nothing going on between 3.30 and 4.30 in the morning. And so I just bumped it up an hour. I know that seems extreme, but if we do no, want something. not extreme. <laughs> if, we do, if we do want something bad enough, we're going to pay the price for it. We and are. that's what I think the bottom line with you, Michael, is I think that you, you inspire me because, damn it, you are not going to take no for an answer. You're going to push on through and you're going to fail forward, and that's going to be okay because you've got a bigger goal in mind than just that next transaction. And what is your biggest goal? I know you referenced you changed your goals. Yes, yeah, so I, you know, you may have seen some of you know starting to grow a team, and we've we've went another route and uh, are no longer doing that. So our goals have changed. We in the fall um, bought two properties to renovate, and uh, we we got them both finished, both on the market. So that's we we've gotten into this investing. So we're on my board. I've got sales, which is my what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I've got flips, I've got rentals, 
Airbnbs, and as you know, we did a big multifamily deal last year, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to I want to do more of those. So. Wonderful. So being very diverse. So when any market hits you, you're you're ready to rock and roll. I know what to do with every property. Love that. Love that. And I think well, it's such a really, pleasure having. I think him that's here. really critical in a changing market is you have more than one one leg underneath your business right. that you have multiple opportunities like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've taken that time to go all in on sales mm-hmm. to be able to now start to see how I can because as agents I mean you, you don't get you don't have a side job there's not $500 coming in a week mm-hmm. unless we can negotiate that but um, I can see now where I can benefit my family and the and the the clients because now I, can, I mean if you're buying a flip and you're in the middle of it and you have a client looking to buy you could you could put them in there and have them pick out what they want yeah. you know you can be the, the the real estate guy you know if, if you I love real estate I I None of those goals have anything to do with any other businesses. Um, the, the original question, what are your goals? So I, I want to get busy enough in my sales that uh, I hire someone to leverage on more of an admin type level. Uh, as you know, we're having another baby in about three weeks. So, um, Emily's very much involved and is going to stay involved. Um, but I do want to have some, some other help and, um, we're hoping to flip about ten homes this year. We're gonna we're gonna get some Airbnbs going and hopefully get some rentals. That's, Love that. That's what, that's Michael, what we're I, aiming I, for. I couldn't be more proud of you and Emily. And I know you're gonna do that because yes. you put it out there in the yeah. universe I, and you're yeah. gonna make that happen. So I proud of you. Couldn't be more proud of you, man. I mean, you've come such a long ways in in less than two years' time. It just blows my mind every time I, I see you in action. Quite an inspiration so for sure. Let, thank thank you. Let's get excited because we I'm, I'm sure we all know the market is getting better. It is getting. Oh, it busier. is. We're on the we're yes. on the doorstep of uh, something something big about this, to happen. Not this most recent week. But the weekend before the first weekend of the year, we had three open houses, and all of them were very successful. Um, the the one of the renovations we did went under contract within a week. Um, we're just seeing a lot of we're, a lot of buyers are, are ready. There's a lot we've 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 almost solved that interest rate problem. So, mm-hmm. well, let's let's schedule a, a time soon that we're in another eighteen months that we have this yes, meeting again okay i'd to love to hear it. how many units i got yeah. <laughs> i love it thank, which thank means you. monty thinks we're doing this podcast forever yeah, i love right. it we're doing it michael we're proud of you brother thank you so much thanks for, being for on joining here. us you're inspiring a lot of people out there you really are Keep i'm it here up. for any questions for anybody as i said i'm just always happy to to help our family yes wonderful thank well thanks you. again thank for you, being here thanks everybody for listening you've been listening to the talk of music city real estate